If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. Who should get it? The person that can't get out of their own way because the fear and the voice has been holding them back their entire lives and they've been waiting to get confident. You don't need confidence. You need radical confidence. And that's the book. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. It's so cool to be podcasting alongside my business BFF and the woman who inspired me to start my own show. Amy Porterfield is the host of the online marketing made easy podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. With a focus on online business, including digital courses, email list building, social media, webinars, and content, online marketing made easy breaks down big ideas and strategies into actionable step-by-step processes and is designed to get you more results with a whole lot less stress. If you love listening to the Gold Digger podcast, then you'll love these episodes from Amy. Normalizing mental health for entrepreneurs. Thriving as an introvert in an extrovert career. And what happens when a launch doesn't go as planned? Listen to online marketing made easy wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, it is not often that I get to invite someone back to the Gold Digger podcast, but you are a guest that I've been dying to get back on and for really good reason. So welcome back to the podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm so excited. So if anyone didn't yet listen to episode number 451, it was with my friend, Lisa Bilyeu, who I'm sitting with today. And Lisa is an incredible woman. So let me just tell you a little bit about her journey, and then we'll dive on into some of the exciting things that are happening. So Lisa is married to an awesome guy named Tom, and they love each other. You know what's so fun is I've gotten to hear you each talk about the other (laughs) without them in the room, and your love for one another is just so palpable, and it's just so rich. And they founded Quest, Quest Nutrition, and the journey and the grind and the need for belief in what they were doing is just astounding. But Even more than that, Lisa's story is one of what she thought her life would look like versus what it does look like versus what it is going to look like has been unfolding. Mm -hmm. I feel like your life is just constantly unfolding. And one of the reasons why I'm so excited about this episode and having you back is because we have been on a journey together and Lisa has her first book coming out called Radical Confidence. So Let's dive on into the discussion. And the first thing that I want to ask you about is when you think about radical confidence Mm. in your own life, not just pertaining to the book, how would you describe your journey? Like think of like Facebook status terms of like relationship status. (laughs) It's complicated in a relationship, married. 
What's your journey been like so with the, radical the confidence? The box I would take is <laughs> zero confidence. <laughs> Isn't that wild? You know, what's so fun is that yesterday, Lisa and I were both interviewing with Ed Milet yeah. and Ed was like, Lisa, you are so <laughs> confident. And Lisa was like, honestly, my book is my journey of trying to be confident. So talk about how the vision of your book came to life. So yeah, it was my whole life is very messy. It's not clean. It's not one path. And, you know, the beautiful thing is no matter how much I think I grow and evolve and I've, you know, got this part of my mindset down, it always surprises me. Yeah. And in those moments of surprising, how do I act? So Tom had this literary agent that he knew. She reached out to him and was like, Hey, you know, is Lisa interested in writing a book? This was right as COVID hit. So he walks in the room. He's like, babe, like, can you believe someone wants to, you know, offer you a book? And I was like, Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> I remember him being like, what? Yeah. Hello, this is a big deal. Why did you react like that? Literally. So the words came out before I could even think about it. Yeah. Like it was that moment that I was like, thank God I actually said this out loud because I didn't even realize I was this insecure. Yeah. The words that actually came out before I even thought was, well, who's going to buy a book from you? And so that's exactly how I responded to Tom. Now, this is after we've sold Quest for a billion dollars. This is after Impact Theory has been built that has over 500 million views on our content. And I'm host of Women of Impact. And when the words came out, like once upon a time, that would have crippled me. Once yeah. upon that thought, we'd have been like, well, of course, I'm not going to freaking write a book. Like, yeah. Jesus, didn't you just hear yourself? And in that moment, I was like, oh, bless. The insecure 14-year-old is still there. Wow. And I just gave myself grace. Yeah. And I was like, this is actually a beautiful thing. And I need people to hear this. I need people to see it because people would look at me and say, like, admire, oh my God, but you're so confident, blah, blah. And it's like, you have zero idea. Like you are literally tricking your audience right now yeah. because the truth is I don't. I have built it over time. Yeah. I am very often still petrified writing the book. 100% imposter syndrome. Yeah. I mean, me and you are blessed to have such incredible humans as friends. Yeah. Brendan Bashard, like so many people in our lives, Jay Shetty, who have written amazing books. Yeah. And so here I am going, you want to be an author? Like really, Lisa? Compared to them, who do you think you are? You've never written a book before. And so my evolution allows me to hear the voice, yeah. give myself grace, and then use it as a catalyst. So the catalyst becomes, you don't have the confidence to write the book. Okay, beautiful. Now your negative voice is giving you a North Star. It's telling you, Lisa, you don't know how to write a book. Yeah. So now what are you going to do? How are you going to learn? Instead of letting her stop you, which she would have done once upon a time, yeah. I was like, okay, you're right. I have zero idea how to write a book. Today is day one. And mm -hmm. on day one, like in class, like when you get pregnant, yeah. day one means you are here to show up and freaking learn. Mm. And so that's exactly how I approach the book. I have no idea what I'm doing, yeah. but learn all the way. And then having someone like you, mm. having a friend, having someone you can really trust that can relate. It's so important. Like it's the, crazy. The amount of how much you've been a crutch for me emotionally, mm. just for us to talk and have those intimate conversations behind the scenes of the difficulty with zero judgment on each other. Yeah. There was zero judgment. It was like, yeah, I'm really struggling with this today. And having a space where you can be honest is imperative, imperative mm -hmm. to be able to tackle these things yeah. when you have the fear, when you have the, the negative mindset that is saying to you, who do you think you are? Isn't it crazy when you think about how we disqualify ourselves. Like we are so fast to disqualify ourselves mm -hmm. and we rarely qualify ourselves for the calling. Yeah. When did you get back to that offer and what did that look like? Because your immediate reaction told you something, gave yeah. you that signal. Yeah. How long did it take for you to come around to the idea of writing? All right. I love this question. I'm so goal oriented. Yeah. I spent eight years, as you know, yeah. putting my life on hold living out my life for everyone else, doing the things I should be doing, serving other people, never asking myself, am I happy? Always dismissing my own happiness for yeah. the greater good. And so in this moment, with this, so since I started being goal-oriented, I realized it's a beautiful way of me to always make sure I'm moving towards things that really fill me up. Yeah. So once I became goal-oriented, I realized it was my North Star. It's mm. my compass. So with this book, I have a general life's mission. Yep. And so I say, 
with this book offer, we can all get very distracted with a million things. Does this serve my goal? Does this book serve my mission? Now, it may feel great. I can definitely jump in with both feet by, you know, giving myself the accolade. But at least you'll be an author, right? All of those really shiny things of all the reasons why we should say yes are right there on the surface. But all the reasons why you should say no, you have to assess. So I go, okay, I don't just want to blindly say yes to this, even though it feels great, yes. stroking my ego. Yes. It's saying, Lisa, you deserve a book, yes. which wants me to feel good about myself. So of course I want to say yes. Yeah. But girl, like I just said, I spent eight years doing something for other people. So my goal, my mission, I want everyone right now, I know you've spoken about this so much, but you've got to know your mission. Mm-hmm. You've got to know the goal and you have to be so succinct. So when I sit there and say, what is my mission? It is to create content to empower 14-year-olds to believe in themselves so they don't spend the next 20 years unwiring the negative mindset I have. Boom, right there, very succinct. I know the what, content. Yeah. It's not anything else, it is content. Great, I know the who, the 14-year-old girl, and I know the why, so they don't spend the next 20 years unwiring the negative mindset I have. So you better believe I tie myself to my mission every freaking day. Mm. And so when this book came up, And the offer came up. I said, does this align with my mission? Yes or no? Because if it doesn't, then as much as I would love the ego stroking notion of being called an author, I will say no. And once I sat there and processed, okay, it does align with my goal. It's helping females. And Mm. when I think about global change, that's what I've dedicated myself to. That's why, you know, for me, it is global change. Mm. And so me and my husband work towards that. And so when we're talking about global change, when I'm talking about this book, when I'm talking about how I get it out there, how I impact, I really think of it as it's the pebble. It's mm. helping other people's mindsets, which is the ripples. And the ripples then create the pass on with generations that to me is now the tsunami. Wow. So yes, it aligns with my goals. Yeah. But now the whole <laughs> other thing of how do I not burn out? Yes. Because the thing that me and you have spoken so much about behind the scenes is doing what you love, but doing it and making sure it doesn't then take you to the extreme of burnout, where we know so many people in our lives Mm -hmm. have done incredible things, made written amazing books, and yet they've gone so in, they've neglected their self-care, where now they are so burnt out, they can't get back to their default. Yeah. We, I mean, our conversation, it has been a lot on like, I am so obsessed with getting this out into the world, right? Like the the release of the project is like, oh my gosh, but here's what I am willing to do. And here's what I'm not willing Mm -hmm. to do. And I honestly think that it's us just really staying true to the mission and to the value of like what we've written. One of the things that I am so excited to tell you about because you weren't here earlier is that Tom came in and had to record something. And I was just sitting here being an observer and what he had to record was uh, just a 10 minute segment about like what it's been like watching you through this process. And I'm like over here, like <gasps> tearing up because hearing him talk about this and his pride in you, but also just like this approach of like, of course you would, of course you would do this. And of course she could. And of course she was made to do this. And of course these words poured out of her. And of course these pages are going to make an impact. And this certainty that I think is so beautiful because you and I talk a lot about how like a relationship is like a passing of a baton mm-hmm. and like the baton has been passed to you. And like, this is really one of the first things that you have done fully on your own. What has that been like? It's been really weird, girl. I love this discussion. Thank you for bringing that up because no one's discussed this with me. And it's been something that has dripped on me slowly, but I Mm -hmm. haven't really like processed it out loud. So this is going to be really interesting. All right, let me see how I do. There are moments where, so Tom, we've just built out our Web3 department. And so we're really going hard on NFT world and Web3. And so Tom has been running that. Now for the last, when we started Quest, so we built that together. Yep. And then we started Impact Theory, we built that together. I was behind the scenes, he was in front of the camera. So day in, day out, we were with each other. I didn't realize how much, as a business partner, passing yeah. the baton, like almost like where you're weak, your partner's strong. Yeah. And so you get in this rhythm of where you're weak, your partner's strong. And what I didn't realize is because I kept turning to my partner, yeah. my business partner, and I'm not even saying my husband right now, because I was turning to my yeah. business partner for certain things, it never dawned on me I wasn't strengthening my weakness. 
And so as we were going through this whole process with legal contracts, right? So I definitely think that when you've got a business partner, hire someone or get with someone that is the complete opposite. Like all your weaknesses, they are amazing yes. at. All the things they're terrible at, you're amazing at. Yep. Because if you have the same skill set, the one of you is basically um, insignificant. Yep. And so when Tom and I became business partners, the beauty of it is my skill set's actually different than his. So we really complement each other. Yeah. But in writing this book and having him start this other division of our company and me going and writing this in solo, I started to realize things that I was leaning on that I didn't recognize, mm. like deal contracts, literally like reading freaking contracts. Yeah. We agreed when we always start, when we started this company, that would be his job. I hate writing contracts. I hate reading contracts. I can, but it takes me forever and I freaking despise them. But now is my book. Tom's not available. So I have to go, what sits well with me? Yeah. And so assessing that. And there was one time, so actually the shoot of this front cover. Yeah. You were texting me pictures of it on the day you're doing it. On the it. day, yeah. Yep. So I don't know if I actually told you this story because yeah. everything was moving so quickly. So I'm used to when sometimes things get really difficult. Yep. I either go into shout mode at people. What the f*** is happening? I realize that doesn't help anyone. Yeah. Or I get so frustrated, I don't know what to do. And I yeah. just like grip my teeth. And that's where usually I turn to Tom and Tom steps in and he kind of handles it. And we have this like beautifully seamless relationship in business where yeah. we just worked with each other for so long, you don't even think about it. Yeah. But the second you remove one of the persons out of the equation, which was him, as I'm doing this photo shoot, I've taken on full responsibility. It's my vision. It's my idea. I don't check in with him. I don't even, because it's not about yep. the business. It's my freaking book. Yeah. So that was weirdly freeing and scary mm. all at the same time, because here's the thing. He's amazing at marketing. Yep. And so to just move on without asking him, there's part of me that's like, well, hang on a minute. That's actually silly. So let me just talk to him about it. But I didn't ask him. And that yeah. was the difference. I started to say, hey, I really want your opinion. Yep. But it's my book. It's my decision. And what you say, I'm going to see if it feels right with me. And then I'm going to proceed and make a decision that feels right to me. Mm. So the part of the process of writing the book, and to your point is, it's made me realize. It's made me challenge myself. Yeah. It's made me get stronger of where I'm weak. But it's also made me appreciate my partnership with Tom, the mm. business partnership, the fact that we do do great things together yeah. and that two of us actually propelling each other yes. forward and working on the same thing is beautiful. But it's kind of given me that notch on my belt that I've proven that I can do it for myself. And I know that part of him actually like that probably breaks his heart a little yeah. because of his own identity. Yeah. And that's something that he needs to deal with, right? We very yeah. much as a couple, we talk about our own identities and yeah. we talk about how we can show up as our individual selves. And so I know that that probably... It's like a little uncomfortable for him right now as we go through this new yeah. transition. But I'm really proud of it. And so thank you for asking me that. Yeah. Well, it's it's been amazing to watch because I think a lot of times, I mean, even in settings that like we found ourselves in where it's like, I'm so-and-so and this is my husband or my mm, wife. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you have been Tom's wife. Yes. But now you are, I mean, on the cover, it says Lisa Billu. Like this is no caveats, mm -hmm. nothing else. It's you. And the pages are you. So one thing that I find fascinating about the journey of writing a book, because now that we've both done it, is I feel like the universe or God or whatever you want to say is giving you the lessons you need to learn while writing in real yes. time. Like you write a chapter and then you experience something and you're like, I was just talking about that. Or I need to learn this again. Or I thought I had this down, but I didn't. Did you experience that in your writing process? A thousand percent. And what made me realize is because it's like, oh yeah, I can talk about that story. That, you know, that was a long time ago. And of course I've learned this lesson. Blah, blah. And as I was doing it, I was like, oh my God, like I'm talking about this emotional sobriety and only yesterday I was finding myself in this situation using emotional sobriety where I was able to do like emotionally regulate is what yeah. I call emotional sobriety where I was able to go from you know taking three days of being upset angry and now I can do it in like three minutes and damn it yesterday it took me two hours it's like all right cool it was actually a beautiful reminder yeah. and the grace of being like you know what radical confidence growth change is an evolution it's never a one and done you may be sprinting and at one time you find yourself oh my god 
I've just sprinted four steps forward. This is amazing. And there may mm. be a season where you just keep taking steps back yeah. and giving yourself the grace to know you have a blueprint. You have something to go back to time and time again as a reminder, as a like, you got this. Don't worry. Like, it's not about perfection. Yeah. It's about, and you even said it earlier, what is it? The incremental steps, the micro yes. steps, like the yes. tiny little things that you can be freaking proud of so that when you do take a couple of steps back you can still be proud of those small little wins that you've taken oh i mean you have done an incredible job throughout this process one thing that i love about you that i'm like i need to like adopt into my life is like you fought for what you wanted in this vision the whole way through Mm. and the world of publishing is very unique it's very different than the digital world that we've been in yeah So learning, I mean, we were students of the process the entire time, Mm -hmm. but every step of the way you were so sure about like what you wanted, how you wanted it done. And I really loved that. I learned a lot from that because I was like, you are just advocating this at the end of the day is your book. It's your name on it. One thing I want to talk about inside of the pages that like literally shook me to my core was your story about how gratitude Mm -hmm. actually was holding you back. Tell me about that because I feel like this was something I'd never heard and it was earth shattering. Tell me about it. Thank you. I also want to add though, is that I knew about the book, what I wanted it to be, but there's a little caveat. There's a little asterisk is that I know what I know and I know what I don't know. Yes. And here's the thing. I don't know how to write a book. I know my style. I know my voice. I know my message. But when my editor came in and you know what it's like, freaking red lines. I mean, it's pages upon 10,000 words just literally ripped out. Like, and it's, you've poured your heart and soul into it. And so in those moments where that emotion was like, hang on a minute, it's my story. I know this will resonate, right? Like all those things. But then I pause and say, but Lisa, you know, this story is great. Yeah. But listen to her why. Yes. And her why was, you've got two stories that are similar. Yeah. Choose one. Yeah. All right. She's the freaking expert. She's the one that knows. Lisa, you tell the second story, you've lost your audience. Yes. And so knowing when, what is very true and authentic to you, my voice, my language. I scream in the book. I do like, if I'm saying no, <laughs> yes. sometimes I'm like, no. Yes. Like, and <laughs> which is you. 100%. <laughs> and that's what I lent into. I'm like, guys, this is me. So yeah. it's knowing what is true to you. Yeah. But then knowing with no freaking ego, they know better than you. Did you have to fight for any chapters to stay? Not chapters, but content. Okay. But my editor was wonderful. And so here's the language that I actually use. Yeah. This is important to me. And yeah. actually from the beginning, I set my editor up. Yeah. I said, I'm not going to say this often. I may say this word important four or five times in a year and a half. Yeah. And so I want to caveat it so that you know what the word important means. Yeah. When I say important to you, it means this is why I'm writing the book. Mm. This is why I'm pouring my heart and soul into it. Yeah. And so what ended up happening is I built the foundation. So she was very respectful. She was amazing. And she kept saying to me, I don't think this works and here is why. Yep. But if it's important to you, we can leave. Mm, and so now I beautiful. felt the respect yeah. that she gave me. Yeah. She gave me her expert opinion. And in those moments, I was like, what is she trying to say? What's yeah. her why? I actually agree with her why. Yeah. I'll cut it out. Or other like times, there's a few things that I left in and I was like, I understand your why, yes. but this is why I wrote the book. Yes. If you cut this out, you're actually cutting a piece of my soul out. Yeah. And so they just, we, so we had some great navigation there. So I just wanted to caveat that yeah, for people that thought that. about, I know when to ebb, I know when to flow, I yep. know when to push and I know when to give like that. And that's been an evolution. That's a trial and everything. So now back to your question about gratitude. Yeah. So much online, right? We all know like gratitude can be beautiful. Mm -hmm. When you're feeling bad about yourself, when you're looking around and saying, why do things keep failing? Bad things happen, right? It becomes like a victim mentality. It becomes a whiny. Now look, sometimes that actually may be wrong. Sometimes things do keep happening to you. Mm -hmm. But having that mentality doesn't propel you forward. So I always say, what's the mentality that's going to help me? So in those moments, gratitude is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Gratitude is shifting your perspective from the negative to the positive to saying, yes, this may have happened. So let me just say, yes, my puppy died two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. That is heartbreaking, girl. Mm -hmm. How do I change my perspective? One, I had 17 and a half years with him. Two, I've got a beautiful book that is about to hopefully actually impact and change people's Mm -hmm. lives. So now taking something Shifting the perspective and feeling good about yourself is important. Mm -hmm. But here's the problem. 
when I look about my life, when I look at how I stayed stuck for eight freaking years, it was because every single day I was using gratitude. So I was saying, I'm so bored. The excitement of my day to day is going to Costco and seeing what free little sample they have. That literally was the highlight of my day. Nowadays, they don't even do samples. Anymore. Oh, I'm sure because of COVID. <laughs> That's heartbreaking alone. But like that was the highlight yeah. of my day. Yeah. I love Target. And just saying, I'm going to walk around Target for an hour. Yeah. That was the highlight of my day. And so what I would do is every time I would feel badly about myself, every time I was saying, oh my God, is this really the life? You had these massive dreams, these massive hopes, these massive desires. And now the highlight of your day is going grocery shopping. Well, what's great about your life? I have a husband that loves me. I live in Los Angeles. I have a roof over my head. Lisa, how freaking ungrateful are you to say that you're sad that you have to go to Costco and buy, like some people can't even freaking go to Costco. Some people can't afford a membership. So how dare you be ungrateful and say, this is the thing that, that makes you unhappy. And I use that. I use the gratitude every single day to keep me going. But I kept me going in never asking for more. Mm. It kept me from never saying, I am unhappy. And it it basically allowed me to dismiss my own unhappiness because I kept saying to myself, but aren't you grateful for having a husband that loves you? Aren't you grateful? Mm-hmm. And it's now, you know, what people are starting to call toxic positivity. Yeah. And it's real. And so where do we have that fine line yep. between using it as a motivation and yet now it's spilling over into literally being the stun gun that is paralyzing you? As a leader, you're always on the lookout for ways to arm yourself with knowledge. The books, the seminars, even the podcasts that help you make the best possible decisions for you and for your customers. Because when you know more, more good can grow. With the HubSpot CRM platform, you can store, track, manage, and report on all the tasks and activities that make up your relationships with customers. With a bird's eye view over all your customer interactions, HubSpot empowers your decision-making like never before. So you can give your business and your customers all the good you've got. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. When it comes to content creation, you either do it because you love it or because you know it's a powerful business tool. Now, either way, it takes a ton of work. Whether you're building your website from scratch or struggling to manage payments, you need Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate one-stop shop that's been my go-to for almost a decade. Yes, nearly a decade. It's designed to help creators and entrepreneurs build thriving online businesses with steady recurring income. Whether it's blogging, coaching, or podcasting, Kajabi makes it simple to transform your passion into profitable online courses, exclusive members, membership sites, and so much more. Over the years, Kajabi has been my rock from hosting my signature courses like the Pinterest lab to handling transactions without taking a single penny of my money. That's right. You get to keep 100% of what you earn. With Kajabi, you get powerful analytics, simple payment options, effective email marketing tools, and beautiful website templates that you can customize. And here's a little secret. You don't need a massive following to earn a great income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi who are making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers, and you can be one of them. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash goal. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash goal. Join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion today at kajabi.com slash goal. That is huge because I've never thought about it that way. And it reminds me of like how often we dismiss our hard things because people have it harder. Yes. Or how often we have to caveat everything. Like I'm struggling or I'm in a fight with my husband or my children are crazy, but I am grateful and I love it. And I love, and it's like, why are we walking through life with these disclaimers If we're open enough to be sharing our struggle, we should know and trust that the person we're sharing it with understands that we know all of these other things still exist and are good. How do you move past? Like, how did you move past and say, I can be grateful 
but my discontentment is telling me something and I need to take that and turn it into action. Yeah, God, when you've lived eight years waiting, and we've spoken about this before, waiting Mm -hmm. for the when, when my husband makes enough money, when my husband's happy, when this, when we have children, it's the when. Mm -hmm. And when you spend eight years waiting for that when to happen and it doesn't, it's like, I realized I, do you play poker? Mm, I mean, I'm not good at it. Okay, but but you know the phrase pot committed? Yeah. Literally, it was like every year, well, I've spent this long. I've spent this amount of time. It's the same with poker. Well, I put this amount of money in. Even when you know your cards are terrible, even when you know the other person's easily going to be you, just the way they're acting, you know it. You keep going in because you're so worried about the money you've already spent. It's the same with time. We're so worried about, Mm. I've spent so much time on this career. I've spent so much time on studying this. I've spent so much time telling people, working towards this. I don't want it to be a waste. But yet, we don't care about spending another two years, another four years as a waste. It's crazy, isn't it? It it is utterly crazy. And it wasn't until we started Quest Nutrition that I started to be put in situations that were out of my norm, that were out of my comfort zone, that broke my habitual habits every single day of just being in this perpetual motion, the hamster on the wheel, right? Yep. Like breaking that cycle then started to give me challenges, then me loving the challenges, then me assessing the loving of their challenges, Mm -hmm. then me acknowledging, oh my God, is this maybe something that I want to do more of? And it's that cycle. Yeah. But it all comes from the very first step of are you living the life you actually want? Like it all stems from that. Because until you can say no, you're not going to make the change. You're going to be that hamster on the wheel Keep putting in more time, more energy, because you're hoping it will eventually get to the win, but it doesn't. One thing that I love that you've shared is the conversation that you had with Tom when you realized, like, I'm going to change. And I feel like so many women hold greater visions or have deeper desires or have questions they want to explore or have dreams that they never chased. Mm -hmm. But they're so worried about what will people think of them, whether it's their partner or their parents or their spouse or their friends or their children. What do you do when you feel that nudge or that call or that shift? How do you start to move forward, inviting the people in your life or leaving them behind? That's exactly it. Yeah. It's show up with the grace to invite people in, Mm. but also knowing you may actually have to close the door. And when you live your life for someone else, when you've been doing it for so many years and you see the outcome, I saw the outcome and the outcome was I lost all my hopes and my dreams. Mm. And when you know what that leads to, you go, there's almost no other place to go except for opening the door to have that communication. And by the way, the reason why I ended up being stuck there for eight years was because I actually didn't hit rock bottom. So waiting for it. Oh, yeah. It was like, I was waiting for something. Yeah. I was waiting for something to jolt me awake. Wow. It was like, I didn't actually in the moment think I was waiting for rock bottom. I was waiting for the opposite. But so many of us, how many women have you interviewed? How many people have you interviewed where their life shifted because they hit rock bottom? So many. And I'm like, is the burnout the requirement for the breakthrough? Right. Because in those moments though, you realize I've got nothing else to lose. Yeah. And that's basically where I ended up. Not hitting rock bottom, but with saying something out loud. Because I hadn't said anything yes. out loud for eight years. I saw what that had gotten me. I knew if I kept doing it, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Yes. So I just go, cool. I've seen where not speaking up gets me for eight years. So now I need to pivot. But how do I pivot with some, because I didn't have the confidence. I was yeah. freaking scared. But how do I pivot and still take those micro steps forward? Yeah. Because I got myself into that situation of being stuck for eight years by small little choices and decisions Mm. I made along the way. And so to think that it's going to be one day magic's going to happen and everything's going to change is false. So I just said, okay, Lisa, it took you eight years, small little choices all along the way to get here. Amazing. Now do the opposite. Make small, tiny little choices and decisions in the opposite direction. And one day you'll come out of it. Don't worry about that. Just focus on the small little decisions. So one right now is you have to talk to your husband. Mm, Yeah. 
Like instead of going, I'm making this big life change, blah, blah, blah. It's I have to talk to my husband about how I feel. Mm. And now invite him in. What does invite him in look like? Is it me sitting there with my armor, right? Where you've got your stick and you've got your shield and you're like, all right, babe. And now you're waiting like to yeah. protect yourself. Or is it actually sitting there with your arms wide open yeah. and saying, babe, this is what I'm going through. Yeah. But then giving him the space to have a feeling, not beat him over the head over the, hey, I'm changing and this is who you have to accept me to be. It's actually the thing of, hey, this is what I'm going through. How do we work through it together? Yes. And so I think, A, asking how you would want someone to show up if they were going to give you this conversation yeah. of saying, hey, I'm changing. It's the grace. It's the respect. And so I did that. And so I sat down and I said, I need to explain to him how unhappy I've been mm-hmm. because I haven't told him. I've been grinning, bearing it. <sighs> yeah. You know, and so it's like, I need to just express to him. And then I need to tell him as we started Quest, as I started to realize these challenges were lighting me up, I had to also tell him how much they were lighting me up. Mm-hmm. And now I had to acknowledge that I was changing. And so that's exactly what I did. I sat and I said, babe, I know that I'm the one changing. I know that I take care of you now. I'm a stay-at-home wife. I do all these things for you. I put your clothes out for you. I cook for you. You literally don't have to worry about anything on your personal life because I've got it set. And while I love you more than life itself, it's actually miserable. And it's not a life I want. I don't enjoy this. I need you to hear. I'm going to keep repeating. I love you more than life itself. And I really hope that me cooking for you doesn't equate to you feeling love. And let's find other ways that you can feel how much I love you. But right now, if we keep going, it's dangerous to my happiness and it's dangerous to our marriage. And so I need to give you the grace to say that I recognize I'm the one changing. And how can I help you navigate this change that I'm going through. And then the last piece is giving them time to grieve. Mm -hmm. So babe, I know you thought I was going to be this type of wife. Let's talk through it. What do you need in order to grieve that wife you thought I was going to be? I told you I wanted four children. Now I don't really want any. You know, that was a whole process as well. But it's like giving the other person respect to know it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's not one conversation. Yeah. And then saying, what do you need so I can help you on this transition? Now you say, nothing in there did I say, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Nothing in there did I say, are you okay with this? Right? I'm not asking for permission. Yeah. But I absolutely am going in saying, he's my partner. I want to show him the respect. I want to be happily married to this man for the rest of my Mm. life. Yeah. And so... That takes navigating difficult times like this. And so, you know, I joke and it's like, all right, babe, let's wean you off, quote unquote, <laughs> like me taking care of you. Yes. So it's like, yeah. I take care of you seven days a week. Yep. And so next week, I'm just going to take care of you six days a week. Yep. And the week after, it's going to be five days a week. And then let's wean you off slowly, slowly. Now, what that does is it shows him, I'm giving him utter respect, time and energy and focus to acknowledge that I don't want him to be uncomfortable and that I'm willing to work at the transition, mm-hmm. right? So that's one message. Also, I'm actually giving him time to adjust yeah. because the transition's going to be hard. And so now I'm getting what I want. All this is a strategy in order to get what I want. But what I want is aligned with our collective goal mm. to have a happy marriage. And so we worked through it. I told him everything. We definitely did the weaning off. We went from six days to five to four. And he just turned around and he's like, babe, you know, what kind of husband would I be Mm -hmm. if I prioritize having clean laundry over my wife being happy? And so that's where we joke. It's like the one time where he actually had to go commando to work (laughs) because we didn't have any clean underwear. And I was like, well, babe, turn your underwear inside out. He's like, I've really done that. And so he's like, so I guess commando I'm going. And I'm like, that's the spirit, baby. And now... I'm encouraged. And I'm like, thank you. Oh, my God. Come on, though. Yay. So now I recognize his effort that he's making to try and facilitate my needs, my happiness. I'm cheering him on. I'm joking. I'm encouraging him. But I'm staying firm on what I said, which are the boundaries where it's like I'm not going to prioritize laundry anymore. Mm. And that was the boundary I set. And he respected it. But we did it together. 
I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the superhuman app. I use and love superhuman and find myself playing activation several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there. And I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14 day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Mm. I love, I love that story. I mean, there's so many lines where I'm like literally laughing out loud. I feel like <laughs> you are like my alter ego. If I like had a really spicy version of myself, oh my God. which I love. I feel like 
You're my so, alter ego. If I ever could actually calm down for a minute and take a big exhale, it's together. you. Yeah, it's so true. It's been incredible navigating this process with you mm. and getting to see the heart that went into the book, but also the soul that went into like releasing it into mm. the world. And, you know, the whole book process is a trip. I mean, it is the hardest we've worked on a project that has taken the longest. Yeah. I mean, like when you look at a lot of these things, why should somebody go pick up a copy of your book? Tell them what's inside in your own words. So I really think there's a massive disconnect between knowing something and doing something. Yes. Now you may know all the things to do, let's say to public speak. Let's say that's been a dream. Get on stage. And I know everyone's scared. The best speakers in the world have had heart palpitations, mm -hmm. petrified, but they still do it. So I can sit here and go, but the best speakers in the world can still do it, Lisa. So even though you're scared, you can do it too. How the hell do you overcome that negative voice in my head that is telling me every step of the way you can't? Yeah. It's, it can be crippling. For some people, clearly it's not. For me, it really was. So the book is literally all these things like the reason, like what is the life you want? What are the things that are getting in your way? Yeah. And here is how the literal steps, the blueprint of how to show up, even mm. when you're scared, even when you're fearful. It's, I hope, motivating, but it is very tactical. Yeah. And it's it because is. when I go, how the hell? I was the person who said I would never step on stage. And yeah, the first speaking gig <laughs> I did was TED Talk, TEDx. Mm. Petrified I was, petrified. But in the book, I give very strategic, stepping stones on how the hell I got my ass on stage. Yes. Stepping in front of camera. Here I am being able to do interviews and discussions with you. You on my show, you freaking crushed it, girl. I wasn't nervous at all. But the first time I stepped in front of the camera, it was, are you freaking joking? Why on earth would I ever do that to myself? Yeah. It's literally like, you may as well torture me. You may as well put me in a torture <laughs> chamber right now because that's how I feel getting in front of the camera. Yeah. And yet here I am. How the hell did I do it? I don't want people to think it's confidence. That's utter BS. Mm -hmm. It's radical confidence. It is having absolute crippling fear, having that negative voice shouting in your head as we're rolling, what are you doing? And yet still doing it because mm. I've got a freaking game plan. I've got a stepping stone. I've got a blueprint of when you step on stage, Lisa, say these words. Mm. When you're getting dressed yes. to get on camera, listen to this song before you go like to the point where girl, I had super girl knickers on before I stepped on stage for the first time because yeah. I was like, what are all the freaking tools I can use to empower myself as I get on stage? Yeah. And the, what I'd heard is, oh, the amount of speakers that have like, you know, feel like they need to pee a thousand times yes. before they get on stage. People have just told me. So I was like, okay, one more thing I can use to empower myself. Signal. So I went on Amazon, I bought myself some super girl knickers and I wore them on the day of the event <laughs> because I was like, I need every single moment of subliminal messaging to tell me I'm the hero of my own life. Mm. And it wasn't accidental. It was from the fact that I was scared and I took tips. I took strategies. I started to think through it. I planned ahead. Yeah. And so that's how I got from where I was stuck for eight years, never feeling like I had the right to speak up, thinking I needed the confidence to start leading the life that I wanted and realizing that where I am today wasn't because I got confidence because the voice is still in my head telling me yeah. that I have zero skill. Who the hell am I? Who do I think I am? And yet I still show up. And girl, that's freaking radical confidence. Mm. So to your point, who should get it? The person that can't get out of their own way because the fear and the voice has been holding them back mm. their entire lives. And they've been waiting to get confident. You don't need confidence. You need radical confidence. And that's the book. Where can everybody get it? Radicalconfidence.com. Oh my gosh. Everybody... I want for you to go grab a copy of this book. This book is so much more than Lisa even talked about today. The pages inside follow this journey and tell stories that anyone can relate mm. to. And what I think is so beautiful is this theme of confidence isn't a destination. It is choices. It is tools. It is a daily practice. Mm -hmm. And just like your muscles get strengthened through workouts, your confidence gets strengthened on the journey. 
And it's not something that you're necessarily born with. And so if you're feeling like you're living this life where you are stuck or you're quiet or you're feeling those nudges and you don't know how to speak up or even how to whisper those words, Mm -hmm. this book is your literal handbook to help guide you on the journey, but also make sure that you feel less alone in feeling those ways. So Lisa, thank you for writing this book. Thank you for coming back on this show. I am so excited for you to release this project out into the wild. Thank you, girl. And we were kind of joking, but not really joking that we need to go like on a book tour together. Our books are such beautiful companions. They are. Well, I mean, it makes sense because you and I, we are like the sugar and spice of these messages. (gasps) I love that. And it's so funny because there were parts of her book. So we'll have to do a part two because there are so many parts of our books that like intersect, Mm -hmm. even though our stories and our experiences are different. And what I love about it is like the universal truths of like, you either feel this way or you have felt this way. And here's what I did, or here's what you can try, or here's what you can do. And it's like this beautiful melding of like you, Lisa, with also like the tools, steps, and strategies. It's so freaking good. I'm so excited for you. Congratulations. I love seeing your face and your name on this book. You did it. Thank you, gal. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.